that's some tune. And there's a meaning in that. Welcome to the debut of Be More Opinionated. We are here on iTunes. Jerry Coleman along with CBS Sports and NFL Insider and CBSSports.com. And also, like me, a Baltimore guy, Jason Lockenfora. Jayla, how are you, buddy? What's going on, brother? I'm just a Baltimore on. That's all that matters for these purposes. That's right. Nothing we're, else matters. We're going to have a lot of fun doing this. Uh, we decided a few weeks ago we're going to take things into our own hands and broadcast the way we want to do it, the style we want to do it, with the guests that we want to have. Kevin Zwickers along for the ride. First message out for Kevin. We got to get him on Tom Coughlin time. Yeah, where, yeah. Where like, yeah. where you got to be early than, ten yeah. minutes early is actually five minutes late. That's all right. He'll all right. Once we start stuffing dollar bills down his pants, he'll he'll figure it out. Oh yeah, once we'll, we start rolling that cash in, Jerry. Because we'll be looking for advertisers as we go along. We have a few already that are lining up. If you know who you are, and we welcome you. We'll welcome ourselves in and uh, explain what we're going to be doing here, and that's talking Baltimore sports, entertainment, cultural issues, lifestyle, restaurants. Everything really is on the table, including our microphones. Yeah, I mean, look, we both love Baltimore. It's a beautiful, somewhat effed up place, but you're a little bit from the west side. I'm from the east side. We spent more or less our whole lives here. And uh, we're both very passionate about the city and obviously the figures, sports and otherwise, who make it what it is. And I think we have an opportunity to talk to some really cool people and tell some interesting stories. Definitely have a lot of fun and celebrate our city. There's a lot of folks that are from Charm City that maybe a lot of people who've been here for a while don't even know about. I'm talking about actors, actresses we're going to have on, maybe a wrestling star here and there, a lot of pro athletes, of course, because we're both tied into that, and uh, a few surprises as well, maybe someone from the world of politics, but it won't be Donald Trump because I don't believe he's in Baltimore. Uh, I don't want to know what he thinks yeah, of Baltimore. I, I don't think I'm he even owns to, any I'm property I'm scared here. to know what he thinks of Baltimore. We're putting him in our jails and our hospitals. It's a disgrace. We are very scared of that, yes. Uh, a lot of big guests to come. Obviously, we have a new Twitter account out, which is growing by the day. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. We're, at, we're into the triple digits. At Woo. be more opinionated. Dot, at be mo- you can't even say it. Don't at, di- nobody edit that out. At, at be more opinionated. I was going to say dot com, but not really. At be well, more not, opinionated. Yeah, I guess I don't even need the dot com. Yeah. At, yeah, on Twitter, at be more opinionated. That's where you can find us. And thanks to Mike Rosigliano outstanding legendary cartoonist from the Baltimore Sun. Who didn't grow up in this area, you know, looking at his Orioles cartoons to see? It's the first thing you would look at in the paper, see if the O's won or lost before the the advent of the internet and everything else, if you didn't stay up for the game. So, I mean, I I can't think of Baltimore sports without immediately thinking of his cartoons. So it's awesome to have him on I think my lips are a little too big, but if you see him in purpose, you may agree with the way he I think my hands aren't big enough. You know what they say about big hands. Uh, like I, I think my hands should be at least bigger than Donald Trump's hands, but <laughs> I guess that's that's neither here nor we there. We are not getting deep into politics yeah. on the right. show. We promise you early. We do. Uh, but it is a podcast, so language is uh, you know can be uh, a bit raunchy at times, but we're going to try and keep it clean because we know the kids out there really want to pay attention it's to this. About the kids. We're going to pull the kid card from the bottom of the deck and if, talk if about kids coming up. If it's not up. suitable for work, we'll give, a, we'll give a disclaimer. We'll let them know. If it gets a little raunchy, you know, before we post it, yeah. we could always turn it down that. if you got the fourteen-year-old uh, like Drake LaRoche in the car. We'll get to him coming up. So Coleman just got back from spring training. Yes, and you just are on your way to the NFL owners' meetings. You had Eric Weddle in Baltimore this week. Joe Flacco just redid his contract. So we'll get into that. You want to start with the Orioles and what I witnessed at spring training? First, I want to before we even get into the Orioles. First, I I, I want to hear about your your off field exploits down in Florida. How, how often did you did you tear it up? What level SPF? You're looking kind of bronze. Your neck is literally red. I'm wondering if you went a little low or on the SPF than you should have. If perhaps you regret some attire choices. Yeah, I did. I, I sat. Can you pull your sleeve up because I want to see. No, I got an. Do even you have tan. the farmer's tan going? Let me on? just. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Right. I wanted to prove that to the bosses, though, that I was working. That if I don't have my back tan, I wasn't out at the pool every day flipping over. Right. Like a gotcha. pancake. Gotcha. You know, I, I was out at the pool quite a bit. I even heard one Oriole say, 
His goal was to be on the golf course at 1 p.m. every day. That was his actual goal at spring training. It? Without giving away the name, what is that dude hitting right now? Uh, I'm he's assuming a it's a hitter. It a no, pitcher. it's a pitcher. What and is his ERA right now? Is his ERA indicative of someone who looks like their priority was to get to the golf course? Yeah, he's a lefty, and uh, he would I like don't know to if start. Say any more than that? He would like to start, but he won't be starting with that attitude. So I'll let you guess who that is. Is he a lefty who often got David Ortiz out, except for a few critical at bats last year? I can think of. Affirmative. Are his, are his and we'll initials, leave it at that. Are his initials BM. Yeah. I thought we were going to keep this clean. Well, you, wow, well, I think yeah, that is BM. pretty clean in my Bunch house. That, that's even clean here. It comes out of that's that's PG thirteen compared to. He what actually said that out said. loud. I don't think that was too private when he said that. That was probably before he had like the little muscle issue or whatever, though. Yeah, and also before the spring training games really began, because the dirty little secret about spring training is once these guys are pulled from the game, they're gonzo. Oh sure. They're either tweeting in the clubhouse or they're heading to the golf course, the pool, or their condo. You can't even find them after the game because so their car is not in the lot. So what inning would you leave in? I'm, my over-under would be the third inning. I would leave in the did probably you the it, third or fourth. Did you? So you never made it to a seventh I inning stayed, stretch? I stayed. Much less a full game. I Unfortunately, the one game I stayed for was a Saturday night game. And it was the longest spring training game, I think, of the year. And there were fireworks going on afterwards. So we go across the street. I was with one of the local writers. And I knew this was a shady place when I ordered my traditional Bacardi and Coke. And all two he limes. Did, two limes. Turn the phone off. That's it's, uh, it's Podcasting on 101. It's on vibrate. That's I knew good. something was wrong right away when the bartender said, after ordering two drinks, can I get a credit card to hold? Well, that's not all that uncommon. For two drinks? Well, he doesn't know. This, I mean, he might have thought you were going to order more. He might not know. He's not from Baltimore, so he might not know that after two Bacardi's and Cokes, you're wiped out. No. To me, that signals that people are going in there and running out on the bill. Usually, they'd say, do you want to start a tab or At the something? Beginning? He said for a security deposit. It's like I was renting or something and putting down some money. It's like, dude, I'm only buying two drinks here. It's like, Did he it's charge not my policy. No, they didn't charge. They did Someone tried to charge for extra ice. Someone tried to charge Down in for Florida? extra ice in Florida. Now, how it? did you react to that? Knowing said, you, that would have been I said ugly. I can go to any hotel and go to the ice machine there and fill up a bucket. You're charging me for ice? This was in a restaurant? Yes. For an extra... How much did he want? Like a quarter? No, a dollar. Fifty. I said for Shut ice? Shut up. I swear to God. I swear to God. So you left? No, I didn't leave. You, get, you didn't give him the dollar fifty? No, I put on my dad's bill. It was ridiculous. Not going back. I would have walked out. Yeah, it's Captain Brian for anyone going to spring right training. Dollar fifty for ice. All right, we're not going to spend twenty minutes. So on what, ice. so okay. So I'm probably asking the wrong guy because you weren't even sticking around. You didn't even know what Buck said after the games. But I'm joking. I stuck around for about two or three really games, joking. but for the most part, yes, I was at the pool. Okay. I would get there. So you would be the wrong guy to ask about, like no, this Ricard, no, I'm, I'm, uh, Rule 5 kid, or no, Christian Walker? I can tell you all about that because I'm there every morning, or I was there. They open the locker room at 8 a.m., okay? Yeah. So at 7 a.m., I'm on my way to the ballpark. They close the locker room at 9. I go out and watch pregame warm-ups, and then I may stay for a few innings. If I have to go on the air that day, I'll stay for the whole game. If not, I will go to the pool or the beach. If you saw where I was staying, and some people did, and if not, I'll put up some pictures, you'll understand why I left the ballpark. So it was difficult. Difficult to leave the driveway in the morning. Longboat Key, Florida. Take a look at that area. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. You, I'm from Hollandtown, dude. It's you, called Paradise, basically. I okay. mean, it's not anywhere else you'd rather be, to be honest, especially at the ballpark, unless you have to, and I was there. And I can tell you that Joey Rickard has been one of the biggest surprises of spring training. He's a Rule 5 guy. I don't think he's going to be a bust like Jason Garcia. This kid can play all well, three outfield positions. It's just, yeah, that's, that's, it's just different. You can't compare him to a pitcher who's in over his head. I just and think really he's going to be more productive. I think he will bring if something he can to be, the ball club. If he can be what they thought David Lowe was going to be, I'd be ecstatic about that. They still don't have a leadoff hitter. They still have a question in terms of base speed. They don't have anyone that's really a base-stealing threat on a regular basis. Well, and, now, and the starting pitching is still a huge question. What about Kim? Had he gotten a hit when you left? He's obviously the been the king hit. of the infield hit lately. Like, I was there to say, I can say, and I can tell my grandkids if I ever have them, that I was there for Hunsu Kim's first 
spring training infield hit, which drove in a he's run. He's thicker than I thought. Like he's, he's a, big a guy. beefy dude, but he seems to get down the line pretty quickly because he's got all these infield hits. Here's a great story about that. It took him that. getting drilled in the ass for him to get that hit. That was his wake up before. call. Yeah, that was his wake up. So I was asked on the radio, "How does he look?" And I went on the air and said, "You know what? This guy needs to bulk up. He just doesn't look like he's set to play Major League Baseball." And then it occurred to me, I was looking at the translator. <laughs> Guys, he's thick. He is. His Boy, translator he hit, like, needs he to hit bulk like up. thirty home runs, like in Korea. He's a big guy, and he would have this this sourpuss face every morning where he didn't have a hit. So you didn't really need the translator to tell me how this guy was feeling. He was just moping around the clubhouse. But once he got that hit, I think the last time I saw him, it was five for thirty-four. They're going to be patient with them. If they have to convince them to accept this minor league well, option, I think they're going to try and do that. Were there any rumblings about that? That's because, already begun. Because how would he – I mean, I think it'd be – what leg does he have to stand on to well, say no? Money. He's got money. I understand per his contract he doesn't have to say he'd go, but, I mean, if that's going to help him, not just get ingratiated into, like, baseball over here, but just society and everything else in a locker room and getting to do it – where not every at-bat's going to be scrutinized by you and everybody else in the media. You know what I mean? If he went to Norfolk for a month, I don't think that'd be the worst thing in the world. But, I, again, I guess you got to convince him and his agent and his translator of that. I agree with that. If there's another major league team, though, that is coming to his agent saying, hey, we'll put him on the big league squad, then that could change the whole dynamic. I don't think that's occurring based on the way he's played in spring training, and I do think he will stay with the Orioles. That's just my opinion from what so I've seen. So opening day, he's in the nine hole? Opening day, he's either in the nine hole or he's in the, the minor bench. leagues. Yeah. Or, or he could be on the bench. He could be on the bench Depending if is it a righty, is it a lefty, who's starting. But Christian Walker's making noise at spring training right now. I know it's, I it's only if, spring training. I wonder training. if they showcase him for a trade well, in an attempt to get more pitching. You know, they're putting him in the outfield for a reason to right. see what he can and, do and, out there. And the reality is, though, from what Buck said, it seems like I don't know that he makes the team because if he's not trade bait, then I think they want him to just keep playing left field because the whole first base right field corridor, I mean, that's locked down. I mean, Chris Davis isn't going anywhere. Trumbo's making good money for this year. Alvarez, when he doesn't DH, I, I guess. I'm well, still he's not just, He's sold. only going to have to DH. I don't think they can play him in the field still at all. Still not sold on Trumbo defensively yet. Uh, and Buck will tell you this. It's very tricky at spring training. The wind is blowing like crazy down there, so it's very tough to judge these balls. It's also a lot during the daytime, and that's something that Buck really detests. He'd like to play more night games because, let's face it, that's when you play the majority right. of your baseball games under the lights. I just Plus, wonder. the background at spring training is terrible compared to Major League ballparks. So those are all built-in right. excuses. And you've got all the off days early in the year. I wonder if they break camp with an obscene number of outfielders just because – you know, maybe Reimold not had a good spring, but he can play multiple positions. You've got the Rule 5 kid who can play all three. He's going to make the team. You know, obviously you've got Adam. Kim, let's assume he makes it. But I wonder if they keep another, you know, the Trumbo is basically an outfielder. And I, I just, I wonder if, the, you know, if, if, if they get a little cute. And they've well, done that. They've done that in years past, too. Come out with, you know, you look at that opening day roster and you know. And now Eight, they nine, have Alvarez. Ten days later, it's going to change. And now they have Alvarez, who really they don't want to play in the field unless right. they have to. He's strictly, for the most part, a DH. But Ryan Flaherty is a guy who's going to be an asset because he can play a number of infield. And he positions. can play the outfield too. I mean, they yes. can throw him in right field. And I, I, I mean, I don't know if Ryan will make it. I just don't see even even if they carry more outfielders, I'm not sure I see a path for Christian Walker to 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 break camp with him. I've told everyone. For years about Nolan Reimold, who I really like. He is best friends with Brady Anderson. The Angelos family has poured in a lot of money to help with his medical bills and all that and getting his neck straight. They've invested a lot of time and money in this kid. They really don't want to see him go somewhere else and succeed. So he's going to be given every chance. And I know he a lot of people has, like, though. I mean, he went to I Toronto. Know. He failed there. They brought him back. He's I mean, injury prone. He'll be finished, the first to tell finished, you. I, was, I mean, I liked the way he finished last season, but... He's got to stay healthy. That's the key. As far as the pitching staff, a lot of big question marks there. I think Kevin Gaussman is primed for a big year in terms of innings. I don't know how many wins. At least double digits. They're going to have to have three starters in double digits. At least three. Well, I don't know if Miguel Gonzalez. I mean, how long is he even in the rotation? 
Big question mark there. Big question mark there. But Dylan Bundy has to stay with the big league club. He's so in the he pen, though. His innings, he can't. He Mike can't Wright start. put in a bid the other day. I think Mike Wright could be I a like, candidate. I, I mean, he, he look, he's not going to overpower anybody with his stuff, but I like Tyler Wilson. I mean, I, I, That was the other name I was going to mention. Uh, I think Mike Wright's been ahead of him so far in spring training, but there's still a few more weeks to go. And as Buck said, things will tighten up as they start See, to I cut more and more I think Mike Wright ends up being a power arm who's in the bullpen if, if – at some point, if Bundy can't stay healthier, if Hunter Harvey doesn't develop, I wonder if he becomes a seventh-inning power arm. That's what they need just to get to O'Day in Britain. Once they get to that formula, they're solid. Yeah, and I they're like solid. the bullpen. I mean, I like, I, like, I like Brock a lot. I like Givens. I mean, we'll see what Bundy can do. I would say the bullpen Bullpen's right the now, least of my concerns. Yeah, the bullpen and the defense are the strengths of this team, along with the power hitting. And what about Weeders? You have any sense on how bad that, that thing was? Yeah, I think it was bad in terms of being very sore. They're going to be very, very cautious. I spoke to him right before it happened and then had a chance afterwards. And I know for a fact they're going to shut him down for a few weeks. There's no reason to take any chances in spring training with him. They need him during the regular season. We've seen him get hurt in spring training before and miss time. They don't want to repeat it. What bat. about oh, what, you think there's any chance he opens the season on the disabled list? No, I don't think so. If he does, then they've been lying to us about the severity of the injury because they made it seem like there was nothing that was torn. The MRIs came back fine. They're just resting them right now. That's the way they're portraying it. Okay. Or at least trying to portray it. My final spring training question. Sure. Was there a day while you were in Florida that you were wearing an article of clothing that was not given to you at the course of some event that you covered in your life? No. Because was there a day where you were wearing a golf shirt that was not from a tournament that you covered or a T-shirt that was not from okay. a gift bag let from me, a bowl let, game? Let me stop you, you right now. First of all, when covering the team, no, I would never wear – I didn't say Orioles. You mean just wandering around Sarasota or Longboat Key? Of I, course. No. I mean, so there was not a single day – that you wore all clothes that you paid for? I would wear like Tommy Bahama shorts and maybe a free shirt out there with so a there collar, was a, a, like a Fox or a CBS shirt. Exactly. So, okay. that you were, there was, so there was never a day that you didn't have some free swag on your person. Think back, 17 days. I want you to really, I want you to concentrate. Yeah, there was one day where I wore a polo shirt and Tommy Bahama shorts. And Adam just Jones, a plain Adam polo, Jones will plain vouch for polo that. Shirt. Yeah, because like he just a color. He mocked the outfit. That's why I remember. So one color coordinated. Like he knows. You're Coleman. You know that better than anybody. But has he? But he is he? It, has he made the connection between all the free stuff? Or he doesn't know that. I don't think he's put that together yet. I would like to get a sponsor to sponsor this. So you know like they have that Naked and Afraid. You ever seen that show? Yeah. Where the people, right, they parachute them into the wilderness. I would like to do I'm a not version. Going in there. No, 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 no. I'd like to do a version with you in Baltimore where you we throw you out of a plane. Into Dundalk? Now listen, listen. You, the only clothes you're allowed to bring are clothes that you have for free, which you have ample supply. I would think you could go months being able to wear just clothes that you were granted for free from some event or another. You would be correct. And you're allowed to bring all of your coupons. So whatever you could stuff in your bag, I all your have... quid pro quos. Let, let, hold on, hold on. Let's... No, no, no. Let me finish the premise. How long Gift do cards. you think you Gift could cards. survive? They are not coupons. Right? You have no credit cards, no cash, only freebie clothes, and only like those – like. Like I can remember times when we, when I would be at, around the Ravens and you were covering the Ravens and we would go to lunch. Let me cut to the and chase. And you would always decide where we went to lunch based on oh well I've got fifteen Chick Fil A card. Look, you'd open up your glove box. Wow, we really are your whole put life. Everything we're putting out, it out there. there. Here. Yes. So how long? No script. How in long this show. could you go? What is what? Like your surplus right now of tit for tat, quid pro quo, freebie food coupons. How long could you go if we airlifted you? I'm just going like, to say we just drop you in Woodlawn. You got no car, right? You've got just that would your, be tough. You've got just your Baltimore backpack. City would like, be a good starting I, point. Okay, well wherever, maybe a week. Let's say Fells Point. Probably Is that a week. better for you. The clothing would last me for a month. Right. So you got you got you got more clothes than you need. Yeah. Even if a blizzard comes, I'm I sure could sell you, the clothes. Do you have a free parka? You I could probably sell the you probably even have a free parka. Do I have a somewhere. free parka. You probably have, like your boy I have Kenny a Ravens Mighty Man jacket. So there you go. Willis all that, you're allowed to bring all that. You know that Willis McGahee, when the Ravens cut him. 
He came out from the locker room and said, Coleman, open your trunk. This had to be your dream come true. I could I didn't know what was going on. He was so ticked off. Open your trunk. He said, open his trunk. He drives his SUV up behind my car, okay? I go, what is going on here? He goes, open your trunk. Freebies with Coleman. Freebie stories with Coleman. He is Could sitting, be a sponsored segment. Willis McGahee is in his SUV. He's on the passenger's side. So I'm speaking through the, uh, the pass. I'm sorry, he's sitting in the driver's seat. I'm speaking through the passenger's side window. So it's almost as if like you were at an old school drive up. I'm like at the drive through, like, right. Like, him what's your order, food. sir? Right. Yeah, like on roller skates. And there was, the only order was open your trunk. And he threw about five to seven articles of Ravens clothing into my trunk. I mean, I have oversized clearly sweatshirts. clearly he's been watching your wardrobe. He knew that you were the guy to go to. I have a Mighty Man jacket. It wasn't like Hensley or... Polo like... shirts. Uh, I- I've got so much stuff that is extra, extra, extra So L. you could bring all that. They're pajamas. Yeah. So how long could you live? So how long do you think you could go? I mean, that was no just one cards, day. That was no just car, one day. No car, no cash. Between all the gifts that I've gotten from you and Kenny Albert and other people throughout the industry, at least a week, on if not longer. On the food, longer. too. I'm talking now, you got to survive just on your quid pro quo. Yeah, I probably probably a good week to 10 days. I would love to put that to the test sometime. Why, you think it would be like a month or something? I think it would be a great sociological experiment. I think it'd be longer than you think. Well, yeah, if I started to pawn off some of the clothes to raise funds, yeah. 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 There's a lot of clothing in that closet that probably should be donated to Goodwill that I've gotten from Maryland, the Wizards, the Bullets, the Capitals, obviously the Orioles, the Ravens. Uh, most of it, of course, was paid for, as you know, but we won't get into that right now. I mean, One other bone to pick since this is a Baltimore podcast. Why do you have a 301 cell phone number? That's always that's bothered me for a while. You know there's a discount involved I, in that. I, I absolutely figured there was. I figured there had to be some reason My why My home got number, and I still have a home landline, is 410. So do I. Uh, it's 301 for this reason. Uh, about 20 years ago, a friend of mine was starting a cell phone company, well before cell phones got really, really big. You know, this goes, he was working with the Gordon Gecko Wall Street version. Okay. The big one. It was like a brick. And he said, do you want a number? I'll give you a great number. Uh, I, I was about to mention that number on the air, how great it is, which would be really stupid. Uh, it's a great number, as you know. It looks like you're calling a, a business because it, really okay. right, it ends in two zeros. It ends in 5,800. That's right. So now people have six. They've got, what, seven of the ten digits Good luck now. finding the rest. If you call me and really say you heard the podcast. It was really easy for me to get Brian Mattis out of you. If I really wanted to get you to give your number away, I think no, I could. If anyone can figure that out and say they heard the podcast and call my number, We'll see what we you can have do a for free, you. He's got a free Chick-fil-A coupon for you. Yeah, I'll get you some. Is that, or what are you loading no, up on right not now? Not Chick-fil-A. What could, not you, a what could you easy, most easily spare right now? Outback Steakhouse gift card for $20. You got Outback burning a, burning a hole in $20, the pocket. $20, yep. You got more Outback than you could ever eat. I didn't say that, but... Because you, I, I, used to, I didn't you consider do that. You're right. I probably could Frankie. go... You know what? Probably two weeks now out on the streets That's of Baltimore with the Outback. I'm telling Outback. you, I think you could go a solid month. Yeah, because Outback has ties to Flemings and Carab. I could mix the it The only up. thing would be like, where do we, how do we house you? That would be the only way to like have this come. Maybe like we yeah, just get a permit. Important. We get a permit and you could just have a tent in Patterson Park or something like that. Because you're, you're about, an outdoorsy type guy. I was thinking about a hotel, but okay. Well, if we could get a sponsor. Anyway, as far as the phone number goes, he said, take this number gives you the and number. it'll be $8 a month. Unlimited usage, data, calls, What year whatever. is this? Where are we talking about? This goes back 20 years ago, Jay. So we're talking about in the 1990s. Wow. Yeah. It was about and 90, you were able to 97, keep that number 98. And get it legitimized Had with the Verizon or since, whoever you... Well, to, to make a long story short, he sold the company. And the guy who took over, it took three years. But they did an audit. And they were like, I was on his employee plan. <laughs> Go okay? figure. The new owner took an audit. And it's like, like, who the hell is this who guy? Who the hell is Jerry Coleman? I don't see him working for us. I don't, I'm going to call him right now. So he, so he so calls, he calls you. Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> I'm the owner of such and such company. You're not allowed or to whatever. say like, yeah. what is, like a litigation thing? I think it was thing? called Infonic back then, whatever. Okay. He explained himself. I explained myself. He explained that he's now in charge. I explained that I'm grandfathered in. And we and left he's it like, at no, that. you're not? Oh, so you, you got... 
No, and then a year later, they uh, they cut me loose. So it was one day your phone just stopped working? You didn't yeah. have service? No, they warned me that it was going to change. But you were able to keep the number and move it over to legitimate. I shouldn't call them illegitimate. Well, I found a new legitimate. friend who works for my phone carrier, okay? And now I'm on his family plan. <laughs> and he no longer works for the carrier. I'm not going to mention the carrier because yeah, I don't want to get, get don't him cut in off. trouble. Don't, don't, not cutting off it? the service. Like, cut, cut off your leg to spite no your face or whatever. Works, cut off right. your nose. Yeah, yeah. He no longer works for that company, but, but he's still grandfathered, grandfathered in, in. And he actually put my name on the account. So I'm like, he can't even cut me off if he wants to. Okay, let me ask you. Okay, so... So right now you my phone bill is $25 a month unlimited. Okay, so, when so you really, so you basically don't have to pay for your phone. Well, no, it's tripled over 20 years. So people know. To $25. Went from $8 to 25 Yeah, wow, with inflation. Quite, how are you, you how know. are you making ends meet? So here's the reality for you. You could, you don't, you could get basically wardrobe taken care of. Yeah. For free. Somewhat. Phone you barely pay for. Sure. Do you have to pay your own heating bill? Do you have a heating yes, hookup? Yes, I have to. Yeah, you have BG&E. A heating, you have a yeah, heating hookup. Yeah, they, they do send me a bill Your car month. breaks down. Do you have a guy who does it basically for free? Got a guy. Shout out uh, Mike Reuter at Exxon, Valley Exxon, right there so on you have, the have corner of Joplin Falls. Or you have a lifelong I have quid to pro pay him. with him. He is a very good guy who gives me a very you get good a, you rate. Get the, you get the family discount. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than taking it to the dealership. Oh, we absolutely. all know the dealership rips you off at times. So, and unless we'll, they sponsor this show, and I'm then we'll say good things about them. Your mortgage. You have a regular mortgage, I, I, I assume. No, yeah, you don't have somebody paying you. I have to pay your... PNC every month. Yeah, I do. We're trying to think what not. your other overhead is. Well, you didn't mention gas. Well, I already know you got a gas hookup. Yeah. Uh, other payments, like what are, what uh, insurance. To, so you got, you don't have disability you, you, so you, insurance. You do have to pay all that stuff. Yeah, you don't have a you don't have like a hookup at social life security insurance. Or no. Something like that. no, I'm just trying to see how far it goes. No, it's mostly food and some fuel, some petroleum here it's and there. It's basic. It's everything but housing. No, I go out and buy clothes, Jason. I have a whole new Tommy Bahama outfit. I'll you're present big, you're to big, you. Tommy Bahama. You're very big into Tommy Bahama. Yeah, I like their clothing. I really That's do. Your thing. They should be sponsoring this show. That sweatshirt you're we wearing them. is that sweatshirt a freebie? Yeah, you of didn't pay for that. Is. There's no way you paid. Orioles gave this away to like the first twenty five thousand fans. That oh, that was up. a giveaway. Yeah, maybe we should take a picture and we'll put it out on Twitter. That's a pretty good giveaway. Be more opinionate at be more opinionate, and we'll put it out on Twitter for people to look at. Uh, this shirt that says Ali, that's from the movie. Oh, I, I knew that was free. Right. Now, what are you wearing real quickly? I bought this at a concert. I paid for it well, with my own ripped money. ripped off. I, I did get hooked off. up for the ticket, though. All right. I got the ticket That was for your free. way of paying back the band. But anytime you buy something at a concert, you're getting ripped off. You knew that. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't, I don't go to the kind of concerts you go to. That's like $100 seats and all that stuff. So I'm back from spring training. It was a great time. 17 days down there. Did stay with the parents. And uh, the last thing my dad said to me said... You're the first person to spend 17 days at this place, and you're also the last. Have a safe trip home. How, how long did it take before there were, I won't say fireworks, but friction, a little bit of sparks oh, two between days you in. and the parents? When I didn't want to walk the dog one day. You said no, you wouldn't walk the dog. They're letting you stay at their house for free for 17 days. I had to get and out of there walked at walking and get the to dog? the ballpark. Then I got yelled at because the dog wouldn't go for me. He wouldn't wouldn't pee. pee. Well, I can understand that. I mean, sometimes you get the stage. My mother's like, my mother's like, you couldn't you couldn't get her to go. It's like, mom, well, you couldn't. You just told her. Yes, I she begged. Would. I asked politely. She wasn't in the mood. Uh, what? Serious. We're not going to turn this into dog talk. I'm out of Sarasota. I'm back in Baltimore. We'll talk more about the Orioles as we go along because I I do have some great stories and Adam Jones will be a part of this podcast at some point. At least that's what he told me. So we'll oh, have to take number ten at his word. He's a man yeah. of his word. You're Coleman. You know that better than anybody. Now you've been covering something called the National Football League, so I did want to get into that. And then we're going to have a few segments that'll be part of this weekly podcast, which you'll hear every week here. Be more opinionated. Jerry Coleman along with Jason Locke and Fora. This is our initial broadcast. And a lot happened. Which is probably fairly apparent. Yes. And a lot happened while I was away with the Ravens. It seemingly looked like they were holding a press conference every other day. From Joe Flacco restructuring yeah. his deal. Weddle. Mike Wallace. Uh, Mike Wallace comes in. Did Ben obviously. Watson get one? I don't know if he Ben I, Watson I didn't go had his one. press conference as well. So... What do you think of some of these moves? And obviously yeah, well, you have some tie-ins yeah. to Weddle and uh, you're headed to the owners' meetings. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the reality is you have to, with all these contracts, you have to pare them down to their bare minimum. And and the reality is, you know, Weddle could be as little as one year, nine million. Now, I think it'll probably end up being 13 million over two years. And then once he gets them that, you know, further on the other side of 30, what just happened there? Coleman just fell out of his chair. How did I'm you? sober. And it's a great thing That's that we're not. That's unbelievable. One day we'll have a video camera that, that in here. That better stay in. That Thank better goodness. Stay in. Today wasn't the day. Go ahead. I didn't okay. mean to cut you off that no, way. No, no. Well, falling out of yeah, my chair you sober. fell over. I mean, I was... I can't pretend that didn't happen. We're keeping it <laughs> real. We're keeping it did. real here. No, yeah. I really couldn't have. I literally you fell out of my chair. You took a header because... out of a normal standard dining room table chair. Usually I fall out when something funny is said, but that's yet or to occur. Or one and a half Bacardi's in diet. Not one and oh, a just, half, two. It's diet or regular? It's... You know, Jones was asking what my limit was. And I said three. After three, you're looped. Three, yeah. You're loopy. Wouldn't even think of getting near a car. It's Uber no. time. Uber time. Yes. Um, what were we talking Back about? Back to the Weddle. National Football League. Yeah, the so look, Weddle will probably be Weddle. two years, 13 million. Watson will probably be one year, about 4 million. And, you know, Wallace will end up being 5.75 for one year. So the long-term commitments aren't there. These are Band-Aids, calculated Band-Aids at positions in need that they can't address all through the draft. Um, I think it sets them up for a draft where if they're in position at all to get a, a difference, a defensive-minded difference maker, primarily a pass rusher, then that's where they're going to try to go in the draft. Um, they talk about Weddle, though, being the captain of the secondary and setting up the, the he secondary. He has all those qualities. He's like got, Ed Reed used to? I mean, a poor man's Ed Reed. And, and, and you know, look, Weddle three, four years ago was even more athletic and and more of a playmaker, um, and, and and not to say that he's not going to be a guy who gets around the ball, not to say that he's not going to make big plays, because I think he will, but you are looking at someone who's closer to the end than the beginning of his career. But just when I, when I was at the press conference the other day and I asked Harbaugh about it, like you could tell he was visibly relaxed by the fact that like you don't have to guess with this guy. You don't have to guess is Matt Elam going to not be a knucklehead. You don't have to guess... Is Ladarius Webb going to be able to move from corner to safety? You don't have to guess if this prospect is going to develop. You don't have to guess that somebody will be there in the draft that makes sense. He's I read like, the answer to that too, yeah, and he, I I thought I saw where he wrote. That's a great observation. He did give me a little smooch there. Shout out the Harbs. Um, he did, but you could tell he was he was kind of waiting for that question because it's just such a different commodity than what they've had there really since the last Super Bowl year with an Ed Reed. Um, you know what you're getting. There's an established body of work. He's going to be the quarterback of the defense, uh, at least the secondary. And he's a guy who's around the ball. He can, he can be – I mean, is he necessarily a thumper? No, but he can deliver big hits. And he's one of the better free safeties in the league. And if they could get two years of quality production out of him, that buys them time to not have to try to keep finding that playmaker, that center fielder, you know that that again, poor man's at. He Reed. brings reliability to the team, which is something he's smart. That was he's bright. He's yeah. a leader. Guys like being around him. Um, is Ladarius Webb going anywhere? No, I mean they cut Will Hill for obvious reasons, and they seem committed to you know seeing what Ladarius Webb can do. Now, I I can't imagine he's an inside the box safety either. So you know, does he split time with Weddle? Are there times where? They've got three safeties on the field, and, and maybe Webby is, is technically a safety, but he's lined up in the slot, you know, which we've seen him do in the past. Um, you know, they can get pretty pretty tricky with some of their packages. They're, they're happy to have Sharice right back. I mean, the bottom line is the, the secondary does not look like a complete, you know, black hole of nothingness now. You have some pieces that you can count on. I think Jimmy Smith will be more healthy. But, again, it, it sets them up to be able to address – the defensive line and the offensive line in the draft and, and finding a young pass rusher. They're never going to spend eight, Olivier Vernon, you know, eight sacks last year, $18 million a year. They're never, the Ravens are never playing game, you know, never playing ball in, in that sort of ballpark. It's yeah, never going to happen. It's They've silly. got to develop that guy. And with Suggs right. and Doomerville at, at the end, you know, if they can come out of this draft with, you know, maybe a swing tackle and some sort of a, a pass rushing threat, uh, continue to look at linebackers, continue to look at corners. Uh, it just gives them a little flexibility. They're not as pigeonholed where we've got to get a receiver. We've got to get a tight end. We've got to get a safety, too. They don't have to worry about that for a while. All right, I want to get back to Weddle real quickly in a moment uh, to tie him into a segment that we're going to have every week. But I did want to ask you about the two pass catchers they've added 
uh, DeFlacco's repertoire, and that's, of course, Mike Wallace and Ben Watson, two proven veterans, but how much is left in the tank in each? Uh, Watson has more years than Wallace. Wallace has always seemed like he's been about the money, so I was surprised he signed with the well, Ravens. He got, he about got wanting, good money. I mean, talked for, about wanting you know to win again. Well, so. I mean, look, Watson's thirty-five. He's coming off a career year. I've known him uh, really since I, I remember hanging out with him the year before he got drafted originally uh, by the Patriots, and he was coming out of the University of Georgia and was a super kid. I mean, a tr- and he's he's evolved into a tremendous man uh, and a leader. And if you, you haven't checked out some of the stuff that that he's written a, about politics about. Uh, some of the issues that Very really bright. are a, a purge on this country, you should definitely check it out. He stands for a lot. Uh, he, he's 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 an exemplary human being, and so you, they, you never have enough of those guys. Is he going to get the, the the targets that he got last year in New Orleans? It remains to be seen. But tight end, because of suspensions and injuries and otherwise, became an acute position of need. Um, so he'll fit in. You know, I, Wallace is intriguing to me because. He hasn't had anyone who can deliver him the football in three years. He's playing with Tannehill, who can't throw it seven yards downfield. It's all little hitches. It's little tosses to Jarvis Landry. It's all yards after the catch. They had no element of dynamic downfield threat whatsoever. They just did not get the ball vertically at all. And then he goes to Minnesota, where it's Teddy Bridgewater, and he's limited, not the most big arm guy in the world. And it was all hitches and goes to Stephon Diggs from the University of Maryland let him run after the catch. It was not the vertical game. So you know they're going to take their shots. Sure, they're going to. T- and so if Perryman can give them anything, even if he's just a speed decoy, where is he you, at right now, Perryman? Has he been cleared? Nobody hasn't been mean, cleared. Nobody is. I'll say you this: nothing's guaranteed. You know, I mean, you just don't know. Anything is taking this long. They couldn't bank on him being a starting caliber. He might receiver. as well have torn his ACL with oh, yeah. the length of time that he has been Absolutely. out. Absolutely. No, it's. I mean. I just you know, knock we're, on wood we're nine, and hope. Ten months out, and and he's still a virtual unknown. Yeah, I knock on wood and hope for the best for him. But he has been a supreme disappointment with the injury bug that is just. I mean, we were talking about Nolan Rymold and his propensity to get injured, but this Perryman thing was the most baffling part of but the Ravens' season. You have to look at it all through context. So, were the Ravens going to give Marvin Jones eight or nine million dollars a year? No, but you get Mike Wallace basically one year five seven five. Trust me, it's a little higher than I thought it would be, but I get it, and we'll see if. You know, he, he kind of finds himself in the fact that now he's got a quarterback who can play to to what he does best. So, uh, I don't I, – look, I, I get it. They were, they were very interested from the onset, and they got all these guys. The only other guy who I heard they were interested in who didn't get off the ground was Brent Grimes. But he's someone they did their internal work on. They asked a lot of people a lot of questions. Obviously, his – his, his wife, wife would have been not, a great guest for this show. If you're not familiar with his wife's work, I had someone from the organization ask me what I thought. I'm like, hey, it'd be great for me. I don't think Miko Grimes would be so much fun for you guys. She'd be great for this podcast. Oh, in this in a market like this, I mean, she would. It would be unbelievable. But yeah, they they didn't go in. They didn't go down that road. I they know. thought about it. They did their homework and just said, "There's the, no the risk way reward isn't worth." There's no in way Harbaugh was going to like Miko and Smallmore. Forget about it. Harbaugh was not going to rubber stamp that. Yeah, no so way. they didn't. They didn't go down the road with Brent Grimes. So yeah, you know, they they did what they do, searching for value, searching for bargains. That that's right that's player, the Aussie way. right price. There you go. All right. So the reason we decided to start this podcast is because we wanted to have our own voice and get our own opinions out there, unfiltered. Uh, at times, the language could be salty, but we're going to try and keep it clean as as we've talked about. But we have a few segments we wanted to bring to you every week. And, and one of the ones that we've been tossing around, which I think is a great idea, would be the uh, bitter parent rant of the week. And yeah. there's only one parent at the table well, right now no, besides Kevin. Only one vocal parent at the table. With multiple yes. children. Kevin? You, you have one that you know. I yeah. have I have a few in Cuba that I'm hoping to get down and visit at well, some things, point. Things look up for that. You could they have do. a reunion. I was trying to tag along with was the Was that Tampa from Bay when the O's played down there? Yeah. That so was obviously, you were very busy during that trip. 1999. So How be, old would know, they be? 17. I mean. Wow. Yeah. Well, so you've, they're, they're basically, even they're legal. What are you saying? Mother-daughter combination? We're going to no. keep this a family what? show. I, I don't even know that. where you're going no, with that. No, I'm saying events. they're almost 18 years old. They're almost, so it's like. They're independent, as I was okay. going to say. It's not like you'd have a whole lot of responsibility. I want to clarify that. I mean, you know, we're trying to keep this clean <laughs> here. What? But Cuba, yeah, that was quite an experience. That's a show for another day. Anyway, 
oh. these rants. We definitely make note of that. <laughs> who was who was like your wingman down there? Because I want to do a whole. Like, I'm not going to mention that person's name because he's still in radio in this market, and unfortunately, I had to spend a lot of time with this clown who works for a two-bit radio station. Okay, well, I'm, I was thinking more like, who did you have fun with down there? Who were you at the bars with who I could get to tell Jerry Coleman stories? Peter Schmuck. Schmucker. Okay, now yeah. that's, yeah, okay. Someone uh, who you don't have a grudge unfortunately, with. Unfortunately, yeah. the late Joe Strauss was also there oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's a story for a different day because there's a lot of stories involving that. Did you drink mojitos while you were down there? Please? Sure did. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, brought back what I thought were authentic, real Cuban cigars you that smuggled I smuggled them, out. How did? Yeah. You, should I? Do I even want to know how you smuggled them or where you smuggled them? I put them in my suitcase. They didn't Just search our luggage. Straight up, boom. Yeah. Even though they came on the plane like three times looking for stole, they were more concerned about people in our luggage than cigars. But unfortunately, what about the, like Cuban the Cohibas rum or something that I brought like that? back that to my dad? Is Cuban rum the ones? Thing? No, no. The ones that I brought, it's big, but I didn't buy any. The ones I brought back to my dad turned out to be phonies. They were uh, counterfeit cigars. So they weren't even, wait a minute. So they weren't even cigars? They just looked no, like cigars? No, they were, but they weren't Cohibas. Oh, they were just bad I mean, cigars. Oh, yeah. Once he took a puff out of it, he was like, these aren't Cohibas. You got ripped off. I was like, Cohiba is a brand name? It's like, Dad, I gave the kid an Oreo t-shirt for the box. It wasn't well, should have known deal. it was a quid pro quo. It wasn't a big deal. You didn't pay, so you didn't even pay for the cigar. So that, that is, that's, that may be the quintessential Jerry Coleman story. Oh, I was just in so the Bahamas. So you got I was just in the Bahamas with a lot of to bring back goods. to the family that you did not pay for it. Yes. That you just used in barter. A lot of barter. Bars of soap down there. Even hotel quality bars of soap go a long way. They used to, I mean, when we were there in 99, I want to make this all about Cuba, but I mean, a family of four gets like one or two bars of soap oh, a I month. Know, I know, the, the so, rationing and everything is So is to bring ungodly. them quality hotel brand shampoo and soap, that's like currency. That's like currency down there. Even in the Bahamas, Oriole shirts and Major League gear and all that old NFL network crap you used to give me, that goes a long way there. A long way. Interesting. Like in rides to and from the airport or at dinner, some conch chowder. Let's get back to what we were talking about. That's the, and that definitely that, has to be a Coleman in Cuba episode. The bitter guy we gotta get rant of the week. The, uh, the bitter... What are we calling this? I don't know. I don't know if it's a bitter, bitter married guy or bitter parent. Let's call it angry. The, is angry should be no, bitter or angry? The bitter married guy rant of, of the, the week. week. It's, this happened today. This is going to be when you get in your car. Jason has three kids. Yeah, but this doesn't even really involve the kids. This Two one. boys. Although I've already got a list of these and a things. lovely daughter. I've got so many. I've got like eight <laughs> or ten of these. I could I could do it. Oh my we could god! Do a whole, you got a notepad. Yeah, but I got to save them for each yeah, week. Yeah, please. So. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, when I go to the gym, I don't usually bring my wallet because I'm just going around the corner, you know, and I, I come back to shower, so I don't shower there, I don't do the whole thing. So usually I don't have money on me or credit cards or anything. And invariably, my wife will leave the car on empty. And so, like, the whole time you're going to the gym, you're like, well, if this thing breaks down, like, I'm going to have to literally, like, walk home, get my money, come back, go to, down to the station on the corner. So I don't know. Like if you, well, you don't, you don't have these problems, Coleman. No, but but the whole idea, like it happens in very. I'm afraid of an and a empty few times, tank. I, a few times I've revenged it. I've done it back. <laughs> like I've been like, oh, should I fill this car up now? Nope. I'm gonna put it in the driveway on empty. So the light was on. Do you it's have a light empty. that goes it's on, on? Empty. Yeah. Well, you know, once you get to empty, and I could have like noticed it sooner, I guess, and going back in the house. You know, me being the car genius I am. Well, that you, once get you get free to empty, gas, so right. you don't even count. Well, you should be exempt. I from have this rolled argument. into my station on fumes before because you can go below empty for about twenty miles. Oh, I know. Until you get really below. There's like a safety built in where yeah. you get about. 15, but it's just the whole 20. idea of like sticking yeah. your spouse with the car yeah. on empty. That you don't you have know to panic like my mom does when the light comes on. No, oh, no, I know. I, I get that. But it just seems like it happens to me when I don't have, like, when all I have is my, like, license on me. So, so what I happened? I couldn't even fill it up if I wanted to. Well, I mean, it's just the Y down the street. I mean, I'm okay. So you But can't- usually, don't you think, like, if it's on empty you sh- and you know it's on empty, you should probably fill it up before you out just dump courtesy, it back yeah. in the driveway yeah, on empty? Yeah, out of courtesy, yeah. I, I've done so that. So that would be my peeve of the week. I've Although I now readily admit that I do it back. Yeah, I've done it to family members. It's a vicious before. cycle. It's becoming a vicious cycle in this house. All right. So you can't blame your kids for this. This has nothing to do with the kids. Right. All right. We'll leave the kids out of it, even though I did want to mention real quickly about kids because I don't have any. 
And who knows Except if I ever two will. In Cuba, maybe. Yeah, and my surrogate kids, known as my niece and nephew. But how about this whole, you know, tying into Eric Weddle? We were talking about him, and it ties into Adam LaRoche. And that story broke this week that the White Sox said you can't bring your 14 year old kid inside the locker room. And he said, all right, I'm going to take my 13 million and my 14 year old kid and go home and my baseball mitt and bat too. Eric Weddle, a few years ago, I was reading. Um, had a falling out with the Chargers over the fact that his daughter, I believe, was like 12, 14 years old. Right. Was singing the national anthem, I believe, or singing, performing. Yeah, and he came out of the Performing, not the anthem. Maybe it was performing. Halftime or whatever. Yeah. And he wanted to see her. They have the meetings at halftime. They're so brief. It's basically a, you know, get Gatorade, refresh yourself, period. But they would not permit him out on the field. We'll have to ask him about that. That soured the relationship between the two. Now it brings us to Adam LaRoche, who just walked away from the White Sox because his 14-year-old kid was allowed to hang out, not on a semi-regular basis or once a week, every single freaking day. He's homeschooled. He had a locker, which I have a major problem with when I see minor leaguers sharing lockers in a major league clubhouse where I just came from at spring training. And this kid doesn't have a 14-year-old's life. I mean, he's not out there with other kids his age. He's being surrounded by major league baseball players. A major league clubhouse to me might be one of the worst places to raise a kid outside of prison. And here's why. The vulgarity. What goes on behind the closed doors oh, there. Yeah, I mean, it's not for the, the faint of heart. The tobacco use, the beer drinking, they don't allow that in the clubhouse. But just being around a bunch of adults and you're a 14-year-old kid, you're not with others your age, you're not in school, you're not really learning what it's like to grow up in a normal atmosphere. It reminds me a little bit of, to- of Todd Marinovich and RoboQB well, and yeah. the way his father wouldn't let him have McDonald's. I'm sure this kid, uh, uh, Drake, LaRoche can go to McDonald's, but his dad stood up to the team and said, no, and now I'm hearing the White Sox are complaining, and oh my goodness, they threatened to boycott a spring training baseball game. You want to take a stand? Boycott a major league game. Well, Let's see how well that no, goes over. There are a bunch of crybabies, all right? I, I, I this is absurd. Wow. This kid has no place really in a major league up. locker room. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I am fired up You've over this. for this to happen. Yeah, because I, I'm going at it on Twitter and social media and on the radio with people are saying, you don't understand, it's family first. Okay, family first. Be less opinionated. What other Coleman? employer is going to allow you to bring your kid to work every no, day, as look, Kenny it's, Williams, it's, the VP of the well, team, I, said. I, I think Kenny... And, uh, hold on, one oh other thing. Goodness. One other thing. Yes, Chris sir. Sale had the nerve to stand up in the White Sox locker room and tell Kenny Williams to get the heck out. Can you imagine telling your boss to get out of the room well, and still having a job? Times what he made. Okay. And had well, that's why you can't compare. Contract. That's why I don't like when people say, "Well, I bring my," you know, you can't compare what you do in life to pro sports. Well, and the thing I want to get to real quickly, <laughs> and throw to you, is no, you the fact that you and I combine. You, don't you and I combine. All right, you and I combine. Or in this case, I don't even say an argument because I think I. Agree I've with covered you, right? the NBA for for two decades. I've never seen it take place. I've covered baseball just like you and football just like you. I've never seen it take place on a daily basis. Occasionally, fine, but every day, no. no I've I never agree. seen Look, it. Everything in moderation. Um, this obviously was taken to an extreme, and I get the sense that Kenny Williams is kind of taking a bullet for everybody here. Look, there's. 30, whatever, 25 guys make that team. They don't all love the fact that kid's There's there There's no day. way. But he's a respected guy. He's an elder of the game, so they know their role. But I tend to think, privately, there were plenty of players who went to the manager's office or went to Kenny Williams' office or went even above their heads to ownership and said, I mean, I, I can't really be myself with this kid here all the time. And it is their sanctuary. So I'm sure it was a somewhat split split locker room. They were never going to boycott a game because of it, even a meaningless preseason game. And, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's a little extreme to me. If the kid's in there three days a week or whatever, or even if he's around for an entire homestand, but maybe he's not there for the entire next homestand, I think there's sort of some and I agree. parts. There, there's elements to a locker room culture that certainly someone like LaRoche, who's been around that long, knows. So you're pushing, you're, you're, you're sort of overstaying your welcome and you're pushing the boundaries. That's what and, I and, say. And look, I don't think that Kenny Williams is on a jihad against, against this personally. I think he's sort of taking the bullet for the whole organization. 
and trying to put it to an end. And look, if the guy hadn't hit 204 last year, maybe they wouldn't have brought it up at all. Maybe everybody, teammates included, might have been able to stomach it a little more. And how about the fact that he can hold this over his kid's head for You know, I gave up $13 million well, for you. You're I not, not going to listen not, to what I, I hope say? it's not being presented in that manner. So I would mean, I. So would I. I and feel bad for the kid. Because where's the mother? He's a part of a national Where's the story. mother? That's what I'd love to know, and I haven't had that answer you just yet. You should get yet. to the bottom of that. I have I'm, homework for you for next week. That was not going to be... Part of the homework assignment, but now maybe I feel like it's every week Jason wants to give me a homework I want to assign, assignment. Yeah, I want to assign. How about I research work. more on LaRoche's background and his family? No, it's got to be Baltimore no? related. Okay, you're right. I, he never I came through know, here. I want to know, except with the Nats and White Sox, where the Nats. This is don't want to mention them. I want to know where former Baltimore Skipjack star Mitch Lamaru, who what he's up to these days. Mitch Lamaru. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Skipjacks. Uh, I know who he is. Very short, but stocky. Short, but very stocky. Had like a couple of hundred point seasons. Used to light up the old Civic Center. Now, for you millennials out there, you'll have to Google it or go to one of your phone apps to find out who Mitch Lamru is. Well, no, you're going to tell them all about it next week. Oh, I will? Yes, when all all 12 people who are listening hopefully come back. All right, let me uh, put that down. Research assignment. Mitch so, yeah, that could, be, that could be a regular staple here. All right, this will be a good time to wrap up the show, and I think we've covered a number of topics. We're not going to be this lengthy every week, but this was we'll our have debut. Some guests. We'll be mixing it up. Yeah, we're going to have some big Will you time have time guests. to get free gas before you get to your next endeavor? Of course. Okay. If the There's tank's empty, yeah. I mean, Because uh, that particular station, is you could get there in 12 minutes from here. They serve food as well. I can give you well. the shortest way. They, they serve, serve food, food at as that well. gas station? Yes. It's Valley Exxon. They're going to be a sponsor of this show. When did they start serving food there? Have they always served food there? They just put in a Wawa and put a million-dollar renovation into the place at the corner of the Joppa right and Falls. Right there? Joppa and Falls Road. Our pediatricians there, which and with they my in my house, we're there all the time because somebody's always sick. And I had not by, noticed the food. Stop by for a snowball on the corner. Well, that's about to open there. Yeah, yes. that, that's seasonal. Carte Blanche. Just drop my just name. Just drop Coleman's name. Well, only you See, can. See, here's the problem, Only though. you can. No, dude, but now everybody, like, anybody who heard this is going to be like, I'm boys with Coleman. No. You're going to we'll have to establish an actual list now. Yes. It'll be your name. Because you can't, can't grandfather everybody into this. No, I've I've hooked up one other person who really doesn't need the hookup. Yeah, but he does happens to live near the gas station and does go in there, but... He doesn't use the hookup that much, to be honest. But his name is—is is he a hoagie guy? Don't give the initials because you might. I'm not going to give the initials, believe me. But he partakes in the free gas occasionally. Love Valley Exxon. Occasionally, I'm all about, Valley I'm all yeah. about Wawa. Yeah. All right. So that'll be the deal with that, and I'll hit my research assignment. And next week, we're not going to announce our guest just yet because we're going to keep it a surprise. But follow us on Twitter at Be More Opinionated at Be More Opinionated. Jason's that tweeting That may or at, may not be lessened to be more opinion at some point. We'll see. All right. Jason will also be tweeting, and your Twitter address is very hard to find at. At Jason Lockin4. Yeah. He's at Sports W Coleman. Or Sports with Coleman if you want or to look lane it up. Poles. No, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> All right. We'll sign off for now, and uh, hopefully you'll join us next week. Yeah, it'll you get better. better. Because it'll you get w- better, I promise. <laughs> That's what uh, one of your friends, Tony Kornheiser, used to say. Yeah. Well, it'll Tony's be better next time. Tony knows. And And it will be. It will be. Godspeed. Have a great day. Have a great evening. We'll end it this way. Baltimore and beyond. You're stuck in on the sign-off. Yeah. All right. You just want to end it? You don't say say bye. I don't know. Fine.